Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family owned and operated, a no pressure, laid back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. This is the Bud Light Next Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light Next, your new favorite beer with zero carbs, now available to you. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. <laughs> I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. Kudos for naming your son Ty, T-Y-E, just like I spell my name. There aren't many T-Y-E's out there. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Good morning, guys. Morning. I uh, I watched more than I thought I would, to be honest with you. I wasn't fired up, really, about any of the games. But Nebraska and Northwestern was a good game. I mean, I it was a competitive game. Now, neither one of those teams is very good. But it was a competitive game. And um, so I watched that. I watched game day Saturday morning. Ooh. and uh, Man, that was rough. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, it was um, – look, I've been there. I mean, it's – you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And I thought everything they did was a trial run. And I wonder if we're going to see this year, based on what we saw Saturday on game day, I wonder if we're going to see real competition this year between the pregame shows. Like where it, it, to me, it seemed as though yesterday that, I mean, ESPN took it way out there. I mean, first there was Corso, who you couldn't help but feel sorry for because, hey, let's be honest, going to be us one day. Um, But Desmond Howard, I mean, I'm watching the whole thing, and I'm just thinking, have all these people lost their minds? (laughs) I mean, Desmond Howard's picking A&M, Pitt, Baylor, and Michigan to be in the college football playoff. Are you kidding me? I mean, you think about that. I mean, for A&M, Pitt, and Baylor, it would be the best season in the history of their entire program. You're saying three of the four teams are going to be having, like, just a year that their program will live off of forever. I mean, A&M's a little bit better than Pitt. Baylor's been more successful than all of them lately, but, but Baylor's not built to win a national championship. I mean, they're built to score a lot of points and, peter out toward the end i mean that's what they do but also suggesting that alabama georgia and ohio state are all three going to flame well, out all three of them flame out really? again he can't believe he's just this. trying to get a reaction Chuck. well he can't believe it in his heart of hearts right. you're right he is just trying to get a reaction and that's my point how much money in vegas um, he got on it you yeah. know is um, is espn gonna jump the shark with game day this year you know based on what i saw saturday i i kind of wonder now i watched you know i I watch things a little differently. I, I watch the production and the TV people and all that stuff because that's what we do. I thought Fox was lame on Saturday. I thought their coverage was lame. And, uh, you know, the game was good, but it wasn't, you know, again, not two great teams. And 
Man, Scott Frost, is he dead man walking or what? I, I, I referenced his seat to like the uh, the plate of fajitas coming out at your favorite Mexican <laughs> restaurant, the way Ooh. it sizzles. That's kind of that's kind of what his seat sounds like right now. It's got that sizzle uh, as it goes along. It may, you know, something like that, you know. That's, well, you that's know, kind I, of what he sounds like right now on his hind end. Hey, I didn't realize old Kurt Anderson, Bielema's offensive line coach here, I didn't realize he was the O-line coach at Northwestern mm-hmm. and he talked a little trash on Twitter after it was over with. and Because, uh, you know, Frost you talked about him throwing up so much in practice. And, um, you know, here's the deal about Frost. Now, look, he's jacked. I'm 60 years old. It'd take him about two minutes to take me down. Mm. But he's a, fake, he's a fake tough guy. He's a fake tough guy. And um, their program reflects that. He, he, he pops off a lot and says a lot of things, but uh, they're not tough. They're soft. Northwestern pushed them around, and uh, they're not – well, neither one of those teams is done losing, but um, Nebraska's – they're not good. Two minutes. Well – You think it would take him right, that long? Fair enough. He's got fair. a stretch first. Are we counting the stretching, or what are we, what are we counting? 15, right. 20 seconds tops. <laughs> 15, 20 seconds tops. But I'm saying in the college football world, <laughs> in among tough guys, among real tough guys, he's a fake tough guy. Yeah. Well, Nebraska. I think I think Ty made a good point earlier. Nebraska is not Nebraska unless it's the old Tom Osborne line up, run the football, power power football down people's throats, and that's to me the path to where Nebraska gets back to some kind of semblance of respect in the game. Well, they're not good defensively. I mean, that's the first order of business. I mean, when you think of traditional Nebraska teams, you think of the black shirts and, um, you know, how above all other things, they might struggle offensively, but above all other things, they were going to be good defensively. I thought Northwestern just pushed them around. Their offensive line, I mean, they ran to win toward the end of that ball game. And I, I'm still trying to figure out the onside kick when you're up 11. And I'm watching the game, and I'm thinking Nebraska's getting ready to take control. They're 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 going to run away with this thing, and then just like by magic, they let Northwestern back in the game. And um, you know, from that point on, Northwestern was. Um, I thought Nebraska was on their heels the rest of the game, and Northwestern was the aggressor. The problem is they got a former Texas quarterback that they were hoping was going to be their savior. Eric Crouch well, ain't walk, walk, walking through that door, and, I, and I'm joking because Casey Thompson's well, not. Here's the deal. I, I mean, you know, Casey Thompson was pretty sought after when he left Texas. Charles Thompson's son, former OU quarterback, for those who don't know. And, you know, he was a hot commodity. And in the first half, he was really good. And in the second half, everything he threw was behind guys. It seemed like every pass he threw in the second half was behind receivers. I think it, when you think about. Nebraska and again the brand that I brought up they just Frost he can't use that same ideology that worked at UCF I mean you know it's a even even in Florida when you're getting the because where's UCF on the pecking order in Florida like fourth fifth you got Florida State you got Florida and I'm just talking about in-state I mean there's Athens not too far away these guys are are going to get they might even be like 10th but there's still so much speed down in Florida that you can read that spread mumbo jumbo and it'll work. You can't do that in cornfield. Well, These hang are- on just a second here, guys. There's a difference between coaching. We've talked about this. There's a difference between coaching a team and running a program. 
Scott Frost went into UCF, and he coached players, other people had recruited. Now, he brought some guys in. I'm not, not, not saying that he didn't. But a lot of those guys, I'm just going to say it, wouldn't have been able to get into Nebraska. And um, he put together a one-year wonder. But there's a difference between that and running a program. He was hired at Nebraska to run a program. In the Big Ten, in the SEC, in any real conference, you've got to have a program in place to pay dividends on the field. That's why we're better, because our program's solid. Um, They're not a good program right now. You can tell that, because it's happening over and over and over again. And that tells you there's something wrong with the program. What he did at UCF, you can't take that away from him. But... um, there's a big difference in taking somebody else's players, bringing in a few bit parts, capturing lightning in a bottle, and going to a Big Ten program and establishing a real program. They're, they're just two very different things. And I think a lot of more people thought Fred Hoiberg, their basketball coach, would have success there, and that hasn't necessarily worked out like people thought it was going to. And I mean, sometimes things – now they've got a – I think it's a decent baseball program. We saw it firsthand two years ago, but – that uh, and you're talking about programs itself. It's not just the program, the, the current football program. It's the athletics department that doesn't necessarily have what looks to be just a strong resurgence right now. And like Arkansas, where it seems like you're winning in everything. Well, you got to hire coaches. I mean, you got to be able to hire coaches. Nobody doubts Trev Alberts' football acumen. I mean, nobody doubts that the guy played at the highest level. And uh, uh, he was an executive at the highest level. Trev Alberts is the real deal. Sometimes you got to get a little lucky. Um, nobody thought when he hired Scott Frost, man, that's a bad decision. Um, you know, nobody thought when they hired Fred Hoiberg, man, that's a bad decision. Um, sometimes you got to get a little lucky, and he's not gotten lucky. And uh, if you hire a good football coach and a good basketball coach, um, it's amazing how all the pieces fall into place. You hire a bad one in either sport, and it's ama- particularly football there, it's amazing how bad everything can fall apart in other areas. You guys reference Lee Corso, and I watched a couple clips from him, and they've got him in his in his house, right? And basically his grandkids yeah. and other kids are playing outside. now. At least this past week. I don't yeah, want to be like this next I, week. I don't know what he's going to be doing, if he'll be in person, just come up for a seg or whatever. I know Kurt Herbstreit was talking about his relationship at Little Rock Touchdown Club last week, but he's a shell of himself, and it stinks and you hate it. I love Lee Corso. I love Lee Corso for comments like this. when he there, There's a little kid that he's is doing the college game day picks, and Tommy calls him... He calls this kid a, a, a midget. It was one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. But he can get away with it because he's he's Lee Corso, right? Yeah. The Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs. Oh, wow. Not so fast, midget. Not so fast, midget. Yeah, little guy. Hey, not so fast. I go, I go with Harvard. <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> so that's one instance, and then this is what we heard Saturday. Not so fast, my friends. I don't know which one you want here. The 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 one of him talking for a while. It's okay. We we get in the SEC title game. Georgia versus Alabama SEC title game. Then the winner goes on and plays for the national title. Ah, that's what I predict. I predict the SEC winner will not win 
the national title this year. The SEC winner will not win the SEC title this year. Details later. Chuck, big well, difference, man. You know, it's 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 easy to pick, and uh, um, um, it's easy to pick. All right, pick on somebody. I mean, and and uh, um, you know, that's he's. That soundbite's going to be replayed, and 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 I think it's you know I think it's it's bad, frankly. Um, guys, we're all going to be there. Let's not act like we're going to be there, or that we're going to be able to avoid that someday. And and um, um, now look, I, I I think it's probably time for him to step away, and I think ESPN is uh, they're milking literally everything they can get out of the Lee Corso brand. Um, he obviously still wants to do it. I'm sure there's a lot of income involved in this. That's, there's a lot of income. <laughs> that, that was involved exactly in what this. I was getting ready to say. And uh, he's got kids, you know, families and grandkids, and um, you know, every man that I've known that's worth his salt. When he hits a certain age, he begins to think about what he's going to leave for the people that he loves, and I'm sure that that's part of this as well. But. Um, you know, it does when you watch it. Even if you're in the room by yourself, it 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 it, it makes you cringe a little bit. And um, but you know, here's the deal. You know, you played the clip from before, and and you know, there's been so many great moments with Lee Corso. I mean, him pulling out that mascot head and putting it on at the end of the show. Um, hey, I may not watch any of game day, but I try to always you know, switch over at the end so I can see the picks. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of the game day experience, I think, for everybody. And they're trying to, you know, again, literally milk everything they can get out of it. But um, it's, um, again, guys, we're all going to be there one day. Yeah, I just hope when I'm that, at that point, I still bring so much value to the table for something huh. as big as college game day that even when they can't coherently make out what I'm saying – there's so much value to an advertiser and to the audience that they got to have me still. That's right. I mean, think about this in the simplest terms here. Lee Corso struggles to to put the words together, and he, and he does not look good on TV. He's a man that's clearly got physical limitations because of stroke or whatever else has happened. But Chuck is still so valuable that, that neither side can live without the other. Well, it's, it's one of these deals, again, where he is so valuable to what they do that you know, they're literally propping him up. Um, but now, the one thing that I will say about this, and I know we're kind of pressed for time here, Kirk Herbstreet's most endearing quality is the way he takes care of Lee yep. Corso. I think it has made Kirk Herbstreet the face of college football for a lot of people. Um, and that is part of that show. That has become part of that show. Yep. Watching the way Kirk Herbstreet takes care of Lee Corso. He clearly loves him. And um, that's part of the show as well. And I think they want to keep that too. And I think I think the audience is willing to a point to overlook and excuse no some question. of the other stuff. And, you, and, and you're right with Herbstreet. It's almost like the son tending to the aging parent. Absolutely. And um, you know, we've all, all been, been there. there. <laughs> we've all been there. And if you haven't, you're going to be at some that's point. That's right. And uh, hopefully you have that. That's exactly what it reminds me of is watching a, a child um, that's looking at an adult child taking that's care right. of, a, of an aging parent is exactly what it reminds me of. Is that going to be me and Clay in a few years? 
Well, I don't think that's the way Clay has it. I don't. Up. I don't think Clay's counting on you. Tony. I don't. I don't think you're on the list. But uh, I'll check with him a little bit later. He on. doesn't have me as his emergency contact. I don't think you're no, on that list uh, either. Hey, uh, we're brought to you by the Fence Man. If you own a business or a home that needs more security or better curb appeal or just a better look. A new fence from the Fence Man can give you both. They've been around for more than 40 years. The Fence Man does custom installs of fences, gates, controlled access, custom wrought iron projects. The Fence Man does it all. So if it involves a fence or a gate or controlled access, call the Fence Man. 479-782-3936. That's 782-3936. The Fence Man. He ain't afraid of no work. Do we get a depth chart today? Is that going to be hit? Yeah, hit so. Are they, they going to be sent out today? You wanted to talk about that a little bit. Well, You've th- got you, we've got somewhat of a makeshift what we think it's going to be. It's pretty ironed out. To this game notes know. today, yeah. I think we know. I think we know what it is, but yeah, we know. You know, we spend, they'll have notes out later today, yeah. and they'll be in there. Yeah, I, th- I, but, I just uh, want to uh, see if there's any sad. surprises, Chuck. I mean, I, I guess the, the the places in uh, a spot or two of the specialists. In the returners and the punter, and then maybe that second corner spot, or maybe the ones you'd go to first to see where they settle. But uh, and then some of this may change just based on 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 injuries and health and who's ready to go Saturday. Well, some of it may depend too on how Cincinnati comes out. You know how they line up. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, no, I think we're pretty well set. I do think there is, and we've kind of talked about this. I, I think there's a question about is Cam Little or Jake Bates going to be the kickoff guy. Uh, my kind of thing is going to be Bates. Is Bauer or Fletcher going to be the number one punter? I think some of that's going to be situational, what they need based on where they are on the field. Um, who's going to return punts? Uh, Stevens or Satania? I think Stevens will probably get the first crack, but I think Satania, you know, that's a spot where he figures. And kind of sounds like Landers and Green and um, maybe Bishop, maybe even Satania. Um you know, maybe the kick returners. I'm not sure how, I mean, I, I keep coming from the view, and I may be wrong, but if you've got a, a dynamic kick returner, it's not going to matter because a good kicker no, is going right. to alienate that. Yeah. So of all the things you look at on special teams, kickoff return might be the least important in my mind just because they've moved the kickoff up, the, the touchback rules. If you've got someone any good, they're never going to give them a chance. Kick returns are rare. Now, sometimes these guys, you know, if you set up a return man on a long field goal attempt, you know, you might put one of your kick, you know, your your designated kickoff returners back there. You might put the punt returner. I don't know. But in terms of the return game, yeah, it's the punt returner that's going to probably have the opportunity to make the most mark. But um, I just think Cam Little is so valuable to this team. Coach Pittman talked about it on his radio show last Wednesday night about how you know, how he gives everybody on the offense confidence because, um, you know, you know if you get that ball down to around the 35-yard line, 30-yard line, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get three points. And if you get inside the red zone, um, you know, he's been money. You're not going to score a touchdown every time. And so um, I think he I think he relaxes everyone because of the confidence that they have in him. Uh, of all the transfer players and the incoming freshmen, so just new new newcomers to this team in total, who are you most excited to see for the first time? Who's well, the- I think Landers is the guy that, you know, I mean, Satania is certainly one I think a lot of people talk about, but Landers is the guy that, you know, he's going to be one of your first-team wideouts. And um, 
you know, he, he started at Georgia, went to Toledo. Um, you know, he's kind of taking a circuitous route to get here. Sometimes, frankly, you wonder about kids like that. Times are different now. In the old days, if you had a guy that had been to three schools, it meant he's probably a problem. It's not necessarily the case now, and I don't think it is here. So I'm anxious to see him play. You said Matt Landers. I was going to go that direction, so let me go other side of the ball. Drew Sanders, we've heard so much oh, about yeah. his speed no, from the no linebacker doubt. spot, transfer from Alabama. We know the backstory, but I think that's one of the things, Ty, for this week. There are so many new faces, both true freshmen and transfer players, that are going to have impact, particularly – the couple of guys that uh, Chuck just went over, you add Drew Sanders to that. I think that's one thing that will bring the crowd to the stadium and to the television is there's a lot of players that are going to impact this team you have yet to see. Hazelwood would be a be another one to add to that list. What's the latest on the, the tickets when you pull it up? or What, what does that there's look like? There's still some available, but they're starting to get thin. I mean, you when I looked last week, and you went on the ArkansasRazorbacks.com and went to the ticket site, you, you need to call at this point. So I, I think there are tickets available. I don't think it's a sellout yet, but I think they're, uh, you know, they're down to singles in, in lots of areas, and um, I think they're, they're trying to handle it all in-house that way rather than online. I think what you said makes sense in addition to the fact you've got all these new guys that are set to either start or be and play significant minutes, and you, it's what you know. So you quarterback, all American safety, all SEC yeah. linebacker. That's a big deal that you've got those up the. I can't. I, I want to give credit. I think it was. I don't want. I think it was Trey Biddy. You're up the middle. Stromberg, KJ, other side, Bump, Jalen. You don't know who's going to play that D tackle, but up the middle, you're, and that's where the, your leadership. That's where your signal barking. That's when your audibles. That's a big deal to have those well, dudes up the middle. When it comes to this football team, Chuck. Oh yeah, I mean, um, um, you know, pick your sport. You got to be solid up the middle. I mean, that's the that's the guts of your team. I mean, that's it. And you want your best players there. It's why in baseball, your best player plays shortstop. It's why your best athletes in center field. It's why the smartest guy and the strongest guy is the catcher. Um, same way in football. And um, you know, if you're solid in the middle of the field, you're you're generally going to be pretty good in the other areas. Yeah. What, uh, and, and, you know, it, here's the thing about Pittman. And, and, and you know, Bielema did this. It just kind of, you know, it just didn't work at the end. You've you got to build from the inside out. you got to build from the inside out. you got to start in the middle. you got to start with the center. you got to build out. I believe that. And, and um, in my mind, anyway, that's what they've done. Yeah, bring me that list of all the great football teams that had terrible offensive lines. Can you find that for yeah, me? Yeah, you're right. I can't find I that I think list. Alabama might be the only one that can get away with that. Once, well, once, they're not terrible. They're, yeah. Maybe some years they're not as great as they were the year before, but I hadn't seen Alabama terrible. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make. Make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe Fifty to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Believe B L E A V fifty. That's Believe B L E A V 
1-800-522-4750. Bet online where the game starts. First Western Bank. We are more than just a bank. We are your partner for all your financial services. First Western has real professionals with years of experience in banking, mortgage, insurance, and investments. From financial services to personal and business insurance to investment products, mortgages, and small business banking. First Western with locations throughout Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley and online at firstwestern.com. Exceptional financial services all in one place. First Western Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You're listening to the Bud Light Next Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light Next is for the next era beer drinkers with zero carbs and only 80 calories. So the Razorbacks are anywhere from a six to eight point favorite over Cincinnati this week, and the over-under is set at 52 and a half. Fellas, you think Arkansas and Cincinnati go for 53 or more points this Saturday? Yeah, I think if I had to put a hunter down on it, I'd put I'd take the over in this one. What about you, Chuck? I think there's gonna be points. Yeah, I think they're gonna score. I think both teams are going to score as well. Well, the soccer team scored some points over in-state opponent Arkansas State. Colby Hell squad got a 4-1 to one victory. Saw that. It's crazy. We already have college starting, soccer starting, and then football starting this Saturday. So good for Colby Hill and her, his group to get going with that. And then finally, we finally had ourselves a Traylon Burks touchdown. Burks at the bottom of your screen. Makes the catch. Traylon Burks in for the touchdown. You asked for it. You got it, Charles Davis. I mean, listen to this crowd. There's an expression. Give the people what they want. They want to see Malik Willis succeed as their future quarterback. And they definitely want to see the number one pick who's replacing A.J. Brown now in Philadelphia. They definitely want to see him succeed. And he finds the end zone for the first time in his NFL career. Guys, it ain't easy being a professional athlete sometimes. He's gotten a lot of flack, so it's good to see him finally get in the end zone this weekend. Who gave him flack? Who was giving him flack? Sports media all over Nashville, man. Oh, they're just killing him during fall or training camp. Just well, killing silly. him. I'm, I mean, that's, that's, I doubt the ones that really matter were. I, I mean, that's, 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 that's ridiculous. Just came in... Uh, not exactly the, the the shape that was expected of him. He cleaned it up a little bit, and I'm I picked him. He's I picked him in a fantasy draft, so I'm hoping he has a uh, outstanding rookie season. The KOD this upcoming year. Oh. Being on your when, fantasy when, team. When people, when media people, pick on a guy like they did, if they did that with Burks, that's why people hate the media. I, I mean, my gosh! I mean, let the guy come into camp and play. He's 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 going to be fine. He's not out of shape. I mean, that that was silly, and um, he'll be fine as a pro. All right, a couple more things here on your hog update for this Saturday's game. The rest of the games, Tommy, for you, Coke's back, so you can get a Coke Zero inside the stadium. Good. Metal detectors, apparently you don't have to take anything out of your pockets when you're walking in, which hopefully would be quick. Uh, and the the new hogspitality hubs for all your fan service needs, like the people walking around that got those and... And whatnot. Anything else you think we need to tell the audience about well, I for think Saturday or I throughout just, the week? I would just study up my parking. I mean, if you've if you've got a new parking pass or you they move people, they, didn't they? Yeah, they, they, if you, they've reparked you or you've you've moved lots. I would I would study the grid, study the map, um, make sure I had a good plan because nothing will ruin your game day faster than just having hassles getting to your place, being late for your tailgate, being late for the game, just off schedule. That that that'll throw you into to a frizz. So uh, throw you into a tizzy. So uh, 
Study your parking map. How do we get a Chuck Bear parking map? It's next to Hunter Yurchak. How's that work, Tommy? Well, well mine's not next to Hunter. Um, hey, you know those 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 metal detectors. That that doesn't sound like much, but that's a pretty big deal. I, I went to a couple Cardinal games this year, and they've got that set up now where. Basically, you just pull your phone out and hold it up against your chest and walk through. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, it expedites everything. And those lines move a lot quicker than they did when you had to empty your pockets. Even just putting it in the tray and having them hand it to you on the other side, uh, you combine that by 70,000 people, and that's yep. a lot of time. So that'll make a difference. It'll make a big difference getting into the stadium. Has everybody gotten comfortable with the electronic tickets, or is that still a problem? We get to the gate. And we don't know how to scan our tickets to get in. I don't go to enough games through the gate now. That is this still a problem? I think people have figured it out. I, right. I, I think people have figured it out. Now I do think there's some that would that would still like to have that ticket stub, and I believe you can. Now you, you know I'm obviously not a season ticket holder doing what I do, but I don't need a ticket. But um, I understand that you can get the actual paper ticket if you want it. Uh, you know. Now, whether or not they use it at the stadium, I don't know, but you can have it if you want it. At least they used to do that. But I think the e-tickets are fine. I I, I was, you know, I was well, kind of like nervous that. about them at the beginning, but I think they've worked out okay. Man, when you want to give tickets to somebody, yeah, I don't have to that's, meet. Yeah, that's what makes it great. Oh, man, it's perfect because I don't have to meet you. It's easy. You know, you can, you know, if you're just giving them to somebody or you're selling them, they can Venmo or whatever, the cash app. It's the not money like, hey, you. meet me. Meet yeah. me down here at the convenience store yeah. at 10 o'clock, and uh, I'll bring the tickets to you. Yeah. And you bring me some cash. Yeah, I got to. They didn't like that anymore. No, no. So that, that, that's what makes, uh, you know, for all the, the hassle and frustration, you can tell the crowd that's not comfortable with it because they'll have them, the, the eight and a half by 11 printout. You know, carrying the carrying the piece of paper, the copy paper Fold up, it up there. In yeah, back absolutely. Pocket. I used to do that. I'll admit, I used to oh, do yeah. it back in the day. Well, I got my por- my boarding pass printed. I had it on my phone. I don't I do like, that anymore. I just I don't like do that printed. Anymore. You know, I'm old school. Well, and the other thing is, someone texted in about this. You know, it's cashless at the concession stands now, so you got to yeah. be ready to go up there and not hold up the line trying to figure out how to do your your credit card or. You know, all that stuff at the concession stands. I watched a poor guy in St. Louis this year. He'd ordered, like, you know, the big nachos, two or three beers, a couple of Cokes, jumbo dogs. I mean, his bill was like 80 bucks. He whips out 100 And that woman looked at him like, are you insane? Yeah. And he, he wanted to argue with her. In fact, he did argue with her. And I'm sitting there thinking, dude, man, you're not going to talk her into, like, making her take that $100 bill. And so... He just had to turn and walk away. Now, if he hadn't been such a jerk, somebody probably would have stepped up. And if it hadn't been 80 bucks, somebody might have stepped up and bought his food. If it had been a Coke, somebody would have bought it for him just to keep him moving. But, um, yeah, you can get caught, and you're not yeah. going to talk him into taking cash. That would have been a good deal, Chuck. You could have taken his $100 bill and paid for his $80 worth of food. That would have yeah. been a 20% return well, on your money. I guess I wasn't thinking like a salesman at There you that go. Point. So, so uh, you jumped right on that, I noticed. Yeah, absolutely. That's $20 yeah. laying on the table right there. We're going to get after that. So. That's all. That's what, a beer in Bush Stadium? <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic, just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! You're listening to the Bud Light Next Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light Next is for the next era beer drinkers with zero carbs and only 80 calories. Eight or more games this regular season. Why or why not? I'll let you hit this one first. Well, and this means that you've at least leveled off, and I think this schedule's more difficult than a year ago. I do think they win eight games. I don't know if you can win nine in the regular season. To, to me, the, the more difficult games to win head up or at home, and that's because this is a year where Alabama, and we don't know what LSU is going to be, but you know, traditionally those are the hardest games. The question is, is this team going to have the the mental strength. I think they'll have the physical strength to go win the toss-up games on the road. Auburn situation, I've always kind of circled that Auburn game since the schedule came out, you know, nearly a year ago. I think that stretch with BYU, then you got the bye, then Auburn, and then the last three of the year will, you know, as often it does, what happens in November is what defines the season. But that Auburn game now with uh, what seems to be, you know, turmoil that is is uh, is certain, for the Plains becomes even a larger game. And uh, they're coming off their buys as well. So I do think this team will win eight games, but I think you're going to have to win at Auburn. You're going to have to win two of the three down the stretch in order to probably do that. I think they win eight games. Um, You know, personally, you take the non-conference schedule out of this. Cincinnati, BYU, and Liberty is a pretty stout non-conference schedule, um, comparably speaking. In terms of the SEC, though, you know, this is really about as good as you could hope for. I mean, you get Alabama at home. You get Ole Miss at home. going to get uh, LSU at home. A&M's technically going to be a road game, but it doesn't really matter when you play down there. So um, it's almost like a home game. So I think from a conference perspective, uh, the schedule shapes up about as favorably as you can hope for. It's always going to be difficult. To me, the you know, the real difference is the opener. When I look at the schedule, the real difference is the opener in that, uh, you know, traditionally, unless you're opening with a conference game, which hasn't happened very often, you're opening with a game, you know, where you can do what you did last year. You can be nervous the first half and then blow them away in the second half. Uh, This year, the difference to me is you play a a really, really good team right out of the gate. Um, When you change time zones and you go out to BYU – it's going to be different. I mean, they're just going to be differences, and um, that's a that's a tough non-conference ball game too. But in terms of the SEC, um, I'd sure rather be playing Alabama here and Ole Miss here and LSU here than at their places. When you look at those first three and the last three, one of those groups of games to open or close the season, you need to go three and zero in, 
And obviously, it would set some things in motion, perhaps, if you could start out 3-0 and in an excitement level and perhaps what could happen with A&M and, and the Alabama atmospheres, if that's in, indeed the case. But to me, that when you look at how are you going to get to 8, you really start out 3-0 and or you're going to have to win the last three in a row to get there. I think the back end of the schedule sets up nice. You've got three straight home games in the Missouri. I think Missouri's going to be trashed this year. I think that back end of the schedule coming off a tougher front end with, and maybe LSU and Ole Miss have better quarterback situations so they figure it out with what's going to happen. I know, so A&M announced Haynes Keene was the starter. Mm-hmm. TJ Finley. No surprise there. Finley, no surprise there. Finley's a starter for Auburn. Was there another quarterback? Did they announce Daniels? Brian Kelly announced Daniels are going to have to help me with this. Did I don't remember seeing that last week. Alt Meyer. Here's the thing about TJ Finley, guys. It, unless he's gotten better, I mean a lot better than what he's been. Um, Auburn's in trouble. Um, you know, I, I expected Calzada to win that. I thought Calzada would win that job down there. Now, I thought Haynes King would be the guy at uh, A&M because I don't think Max Johnson's all that great. If he was all that great, they'd have fought to keep him. Yeah. And uh, um, But, um, you know, the deal at Auburn, particularly with their AD getting mm-hmm. forced out, and, uh, I mean, they've got, you know, they've always got something going on behind the scenes there. And I'm telling you, T.J. Finley's going to have to be better than he's been or they're in for a long season. Well, I don't think the powers that be at Auburn really want him to be all that great. I think they want to make it easy to fire Harson, yeah. and I don't. I don't think there's any question he's a dead man walking. They couldn't get him in the off season with all of the attempts they had to to smear his name and reputation. So now let's get rid of the AD so we can bring in our own our own man that's going to hire the next coach. Uh, so that, that that's exactly what I think is going on at Auburn is they're preparing the table. Uh, for the next coaching change and the next coaching search. And that's going to be a huge game for the Razorbacks because yeah. it is coming off that open date. You've played BYU, and, um, you know, if you've if you've won that game, obviously you go into the open date, and, I mean, you can't wait to get to the back half. If you lose that ball game, you know, you regroup. And, you know, Auburn's probably going to be, certainly is going to be fighting for their lives. And, um, that's a ball game that you need to go win. We owe them for last year. Yeah, you can text us at eight seven seven three seven seven six nine six three. JT in Hot Springs texting a, a really good question. If you start out four and zero, would eight and four then be a disappointment? Boy, the expectations are certainly going to get shifted. And we've seen this before, where hot starts ratchet up expectations chuck a 4-0 start and people are gonna be thinking more than eight well sure i mean if you go 4-0 people are thinking you're gonna be in the playoff i mean people are gonna be talking about winning the whole thing and and if i know and, and if you beat alabama well, that'll become the expectation well, what if you start five and uh, then? but but you know here's the thing and i think we've seen this before um you know i'll take last year as an example uh when they lost to auburn in Fayetteville. I mean, looking back, that's the game that you'd like to have another crack at. Um, you know, when they beat Penn State down there in Tampa, I don't know that anybody was sitting around saying, yeah, but they didn't beat Auburn. Um, so, I mean, the worth of your season, you're right, Tommy, is determined in November. You can forget a lot of things in November. How good you were in September and October or how bad you were in September and October. Tone for a lot of sins. So. Yep. Um, or, or, you can uh, make people forget all the good things you did early. I, I mean, that's, um, 
You know, people remember what you do in November, and that's the deal, and, and it determines the worth of your season. And uh, but you've got to set every you know you got to use the other ball games to set all that up, and every single one of them is going to matter. You think a game doesn't matter? We'll lose it. You'll find out it matters, and that's just. Uh, Every week's going to be a new adventure. That's what makes it fun. Here's the important thing. I noticed this. We were talking about kind of the team set up before who plays who. I know your first game, Cincinnati. There's no game before that. But you're back in LSU and Ole Miss. You know who they play before they play you? Alabama. Alabama. Well, well, see, here's the thing. And, and, and that's why when people complain about us losing the LSU ball game the Friday after Thanksgiving, I actually think when you get away from just what apparently we viewed as an honor to be able to play LSU the Friday after Thanksgiving. If you really take a look at it, we got a pretty good shake out of that deal because we always play LSU now, or at least we have since they made that change. We play LSU after Alabama, and I think that's a huge benefit uh, because, you know, lately when you've played Alabama, anybody, uh, they beat you up physically and they beat you up psychologically. I mean, they just whip you. And, um, you know, they don't just beat you. They whip you, generally speaking. And so I think that's been an advantage for us. I wish we still played LSU the Friday after Thanksgiving because it's a lot of fun. But in terms of competition, in terms of winning ball games, I actually think we benefit from playing them right after they play Alabama. And I think that is going to be a huge factor to how you close out your season that those two teams are playing. Because, you know, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, they haven't had the best showing since he's been there against the Crimson Tide. So they're Tommy, they're absolutely going to want to make sure that they deliver a little more of a umph in Oxford this year. Well, and I'm not suggesting Missouri is in the same category as LSU or certainly Alabama by any stretch. But, you know, Arkansas plays them last, as we know. They got New Mexico State the week before the Razorbacks. They're second to last ball game. So, I mean, when LSU's got Bama, there's no looking ahead. There's no watching extra tape on Arkansas. You know, I'd like to think Missouri's going to be at a level that you know, maybe they can put part of their attention on the Razorbacks the week of the New Mexico State game. I'm sure they'd like to be in that position, but uh, you know, there is, there is a difference, and uh, Missouri's going to have a a bit of an off week there before uh, you know before they have to play the Razorbacks. So that's one thing that uh, when you look at schedule, schedule matters. Who they play the week before and after often matter, and that sometimes gets lost. Brought to you by Burton Pools and Spas. The inventory reduction sale is going on right now with savings up to $7,000 off on fiberglass in-ground pools. There's six different models to choose from, plus you get a free upgrade to a free saltwater generator or two ledge loungers. You get to make the choice of what works best for you and your family. This sale ends soon. It's all at Burton Pools and Spas again, Springdale and in Fort Smith and online at BurtonPools.com. Burton Pools and Spies is your source for backyard fun. Guys, how about Rory McIlroy this weekend? And in an extraordinary PGA Tour season, it is Rory McIlroy with his extraordinary talents that wins a third FedEx Cup title. Comes back from six shots back to win it all. Explain to me what happened between him and Scheffler down the stretch. Well, Rory beat him. Roy, Roy came, you know, Roy Just beat him. Pure and simple. And Scheffler early on, now they had to finish up the third round first thing yesterday morning. And Scheffler finished strong in that, you know, in the holes that were remaining, then came out and he couldn't find a swing. And if you watch the highlights, you saw the shot where he's. 
to the left of the bunker, needed to chip over the bunker, had an awkward lie, but left it in the bunker. That's a that's a shot a pro doesn't make. Uh, very a, a mistake a shot a pro doesn't make very often. He just got rattled early, and Chuck, when you look at the final tally, that's what cost him the golf tournament. It was the first six holes. Well, they were playing for an extraordinary amount of money mm-hmm. yesterday. And I don't care if you've already got plenty of money in the bank. When the stakes are that high. $18 million. When the stakes are that high and you're playing the best players in the world. Um, I mean, this isn't one of those live deals where half the guys there you never even heard of. I mean, you're, you're playing the best in the world. And that kind of money is on the table. To me, the guy who's been there before won it. Pick your sport. The guys that have been there in those situations – they're the ones that win at crunch time when everything is on the table. Eighteen million for first place, Ty. Six and a half million for second. It's not like second million or second place wasn't yeah. uh, a great prize, but you know, twelve million dollar difference. Well, you're going to tighten up over a six footer. I don't care who you are. And 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 that's the thing about golf is you know Scotty Scheffler didn't lose the tournament. Rory McIlroy won it. I mean, Rory McIlroy won it. I mean, you know, Scheffler shot one over par. He had a six shot lead. Most tournaments, most times, if you have a six-shot lead going into the final round and you shoot one over, you're still going to win. Most of the time. Not always, obviously. I just thought McElroy was, you know, was a guy who's been there before. He's a great player. Um, he's carrying the PGA Tour on his shoulders right now. And uh, he just went out there and won it. And pure and simple to me, the glory goes to the winner. I, I don't think Scheffler blew it. I just think Rory won it. You know, the FedEx Cup and this FedEx playoff has not been around that long. But this is the third time he has won the top prize on the PGA Tour. He hasn't won any majors since 2014. And a lot of people want to point out, you know, his lack of success and his lack of winning in the four big majors. But, Chuck, when you're winning three tournaments in about a seven-year span that pay out – you know, fifteen to twenty million dollars. Um, it's easy to, to to forget or overlook that uh, record in the majors because certainly uh, this may be the biggest prize in golf, and certainly financially it is. Well, when you when you talk about you know the Pro Tour now, the PGA Tour, and I think the players view it this way: there's the four majors, there's the players, there's the Tour Championship. Those are the six that I think the best players in the world are trying to win every year, and. Um, you know, I think Rory's had a great year. I think he's, uh, uh, and you know, we forget. I mean, the guy's only 34, 35 years old. I mean, he, he's 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 going to be around a long time. He's older than these other guys, but he's still plenty young to win a lot of golf tournaments. And I, I just think, you know, Rory's a champion. I mean, you look at the way he's stepped up, and 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 I really do think. I mean, he, he's carrying the PGA Tour on his shoulders right now. He's not only their their de facto spokesman. Um, he's going out winning. He's playing at a level that, frankly, he's not played at the last two or three years. So, I, I, I think I, you know. I think what he did over the over the weekend and what he did yesterday. I mean, that's what you expect from a champion. It's karma, good karma. You know that for all he's put on the line with his personal reputation, with with his colleagues in the locker room, with with other people he's been in. You know, think about you know the the Ryder Cups and all the people you built relationships with. And now he's at odds with a, a lot of what would be close friends uh, and people he's played a lot of golf with over the last, you know, 20 or so years. You know, he, he, these guys played junior golf together and then came up on the tour together. And now he's at odds with these people. Yeah, I, I thought it was a it was a just reward for probably 
sticking his neck out for the tour and the way he's done that. So you think our audience was more invested in the FedEx Cup or the first week zero of college football? I hate that. Well, well, I mean, there wasn't college football yesterday. I mean, it was different days. On Saturday, they were obviously focused on football, but Mm -hmm. there wasn't college football yesterday when Rory was doing that. Yeah, that was the best thing sports-wise. Well, best thing during the day, I watched Cardinals-Braves last night, which was a little bit delayed because of the weather, and that was... If you stayed up late enough, that was a great game to watch. Man, when O'Neill hit that home run. <laughs> I mean, well, first of all, Dansby had just, just put it to you. And then, uh, well, you, you know, you look back on that series. I mean, the Braves won Friday night 11 to 4. They're up 4 to nothing. They're up 4 to nothing on Saturday night. And it's looking like, you know, the Braves are clearly better. They're going to win tonight. They may sweep this series. And they just kept chipping. They got back within 5 to 4. And then. You know, Jansen fell apart in the ninth inning. They get a gift. They win the ball game. And, again, last night when Swanson hit the home run, it's like, wow. You know, after Wainwright's night, um, you know, Helsley gives up the bomb. It was a terrible pitch call there, by the way, or pitch selection, by the way. But um, at any rate, then O'Neill hits the home run. And, man, I mean, that was a huge win. It was a huge win for him. And, I mean, the Braves, to me, when you look at what's happened since the end of May, the Braves have been right there with the Mets and the Dodgers. They just had a – they were sub-500 through the first two months of the season, and then they took off. And they're a World Series caliber team. To me, this was the this was the best series win of the year for the Cardinals. Pujols a lot closer now. Was he 692? 693. Yeah. He, he pinch hit last night, popped up. I mean uh... – yeah, he's going to bat against left-handers, and and um, hey, if they're not going to start him against a righty on Sunday night baseball, they're not going to start him against righties, and 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 they shouldn't. But as soon as they bring a lefty in, Pujols going to pinch hit. Yeah, and I mean, you look at his average. I mean, he's batting he's batting almost four hundred against lefties. So I yeah. mean, it's like one seventy four against righties. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, he just can't turn. He can't turn on that fastball from a right-hander. He, he just can't do it anymore. <laughs> But when it's coming from the opposite side, um, he's right there. Who's uh, Serrano? So it's basically Serrano against the curve, right? Yeah. And Pools against but he ain't always. Nah, but Pools no. hadn't always been that way. I mean, he just, just this year. He's just he's forty. What forty one? So forty two years 42. old. I mean, he just. Um, but but compare. You know, yesterday the match retired Willie Mays's number. You guys may be a little too young to remember the end of Willie Mays' career. I was just kind of beginning to come of age. I'm more familiar with Willie Mays Hayes, but that's a whole yeah, different Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Willie Mays retired at roughly the same age Albert did, or Albert Will. There's no comparison. I mean, it, it was sad watching Willie Mays at the end. It was obvious he was just playing for the money. Um, Pulo's playing for the joy. Now, it, it's different. You know, players now are rich. If Willie Mays was a modern player, he'd have umpteen million dollars. But Pujols just playing for the love of the game right now. You can see it. And it uh, it's fun to watch. I, I don't know anyone that's not rooting for him to get to 700. And I know a lot of people that are rooting that he comes back to catch the babe. I mean, I think that's as far as he's obviously going to get on uh, – the home run journey, but there's a lot of people that uh, want to see 700. He's running out of at bats, running out of games and opportunities. But uh, it'll be a sad. Th- it'll be sad for a lot of Cardinal fans, and I think just for baseball as a sport, Chuck, if he doesn't get there, this is a story baseball needs after a um, you know a rough start to the season with the work with the, with the stoppage and everything that happened to begin the year. 
you know, they they need this story with with Albert Pujols. Well, the odds are against him pulling it off. And, um, you know, him coming back next year, this has been a great ride here at the end. But I don't know if you bring a guy back at $10, $12 million a year just to play against left-handers. You can't play him against right-handers. Um, the only way I would think Pujols would stick around would be if he went to the American League as a DH again and and played only against lefties. But I'm inclined to think, based on what I see from Pujols right now, watching him play and having followed him from his you know one year in the minors, um, he's playing for the love of the game right now. And um, it would not surprise me at all if he hits another home run wouldn't surprise me at all if he hits at 699 if he walks away. Um, in, in fact, I, I think that's what's going to happen. All right, stick with us. Coming up at 8, we got a pretty cool announcement that you're not gonna, you do not want to miss. So uh, 8 o'clock, big announcement here on the Morning Rush. Game week, Saturday, we got a lot going on with Arkansas Game Day. We're going to be live at Randall Ford. Ty, you're also going to be live at Sassy's, where they've got everything you need, delicious barbecue, catfish, burgers, and more. You can get ready for game day there. You can stop in anytime this week and have a great lunch or dinner at Sassy's, either location. Saturday, you got the people from Curveball that are going to be out there with some great whiskey samples. Uh, you can get your game day razor packs ordered and be ready to tailgate on Saturday. It's all at Sassy's Red House. Uh, the original on college, and you're going to be at the is it the college location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going to be at the college location. You can also stop in on Weddington there, or just off Weddington on Steamboat as well. Yeah, we've got you set up all this week long. We're going to have all of our local shows, obviously, and uh, yeah, I cannot wait for Saturday coming up. I mean, the college football is is here. It's finally here. I know we've waited for so long, and it is good to have it back. There's no question about it. I guess I need to. Seems like y'all are going back and forth between the two shows, between Fox and Game Day. I guess I need to watch both on Saturday, uh, mid mid our show, or maybe after, and see which one's better. Is that Chuck? You were talking about it earlier. Is that is that going to be a huge competition this year? Because ESPN has just mopped the floor with Fox with college football. Fox can have some good games. Is that going to be more of a competition this year with the Big Ten on the horizon and stuff? Oh, I think Fox will try to make it more of a competition. I, I don't think, personally, now this is just me, um, I don't care for their coverage of college football. I, 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 don't, I don't care for the way it's produced. Uh, most of the guys that are on there I'm not familiar with. I mean, some of them I am. Um, I don't like Urban Meyer. So, um, you know, I'll be watching game day for the most part. Isn't Urban Meyer easy to hate? Well, yeah. Here? I'm just easy. I mean, just yeah. just the way he carries no, himself. No, not here? No. He, just well, being anywhere. 06. Anywhere. I think anywhere. I don't, I don't like, like Urban Meyer. I was surprised that they did that. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. Guys, I want to get into the podcast game. You want I to want to get into the podcast game. As my granddad says, I've been studying on it. <laughs> and I want to get into the podcast game. In fact, we're going to do that. I'm going to jump into it full bore. And beginning this Friday, we're going to start dropping. We're going to drop this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. 
I mean, blatantly stealing it from Ruskin and Zach, who blatantly stole it from Gino Bell. The Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. It's brought to you by Weikert Realtors and the Griffin Company. And it's going to start on Friday. We're going to do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's going to be available at hitthatline.com. It's basically going to be my take on what's happening in the world of sports. Now, obviously, it's going to focus on the Razorbacks. But I'm going to talk about the things that I want to talk about. That's what a podcast is for. We're going to talk about the Razorbacks. We're going to talk about the Cardinals and the Cowboys and basically anything that I want to talk about that day. And um, we're going to talk to some former Razorbacks. We're going to talk to people that I've always wanted to talk to. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this. I, I'm Look, when they started doing podcasts and all this stuff, uh, my first order of business was trying to figure out how to listen to it. <laughs> and one thing we are going to do between now and Friday is for those of you who may not be regular podcast listeners, we're going to explain how to do it. Because I think that's the first order of business. i got to make sure all my people know how to download a podcast, Tommy. So we're going to so, uh, do that during the course of the week. But the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast, brought to you by Weikert Realtors and the Griffin Company, it's going to start Friday. We're going to do it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at hitthatline.com. So it's our job between now and then to get people to not be the ones that are going to be at the gate on Saturday with their printed 8.5 by 11 ticket trying that's to scan exactly the That's exactly right. Because that's, that's, exactly that's right. our crowd. I mean, let's just be honest. Can we, can we set up a helpline? That's the one thing that I wondered <laughs> well, about. Can, I think can our, we set up a helpline? Our group wants a help desk. I think I think we like to see people in person. We we like the customer we service desk. at uh, customer service We lines. love uh, the uh, help desk at, at Walmart. You know, but we'll in, stand all in, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I mean, uh, um, I know that the podcast world is different for a generation of traditional radio listeners. I know because I'm one of them. And um, I have listened to a lot of podcasts. And uh, once I figured out how to do it, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I've enjoyed listening on my own time. And that's what this is going to give you the opportunity to do. We're going to have it up every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 o'clock in the morning. And... Um, I think people will enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. Give me the Hogs Chuck podcast, brought to you by Weikert Realtors and the Griffin Company. Hmm. Well, what do I do here? This is kind of causing me a problem already. Yeah? I'm just looking at my phone. I'm getting some text here from uh, from the guys you'd expect to. What's that? Now I'm being told they're calling in. I think I think I think Ruskin and Zach are a little upset about this. Oh, they're not up this early. Yeah, I didn't think they know we had a show. <laughs> they're not up. Is this, this early. A, it says Zach in Springdale? Is that do we know if this is Zach Orange? I just assume it sounded. You, it you sounded answered the like phone. Uh, I was not. I was not aware we were having a staff meeting this early. In well, the we morning. weren't either. It's up this early. What do you? What do you? What do you want? Um, we got a problem. Hell hath no fury like an eight-year-old who's had her bit stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you coming here waving copyrights or something at us? <laughs> I'm not. No, I've got a, a now 11 year old who's, uh, who's like, hey, wait a minute, that's my stuff. Mm. I hate to run her Monday at school, but you know. Hey, I've got a fleet of attorneys, boys. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Well, yeah, I, mean, I got you, a fleet got of that, them on call. I'm ready for anything you bring in that department. Hey, in the grand tradition of radio. 
I am stealing your bit. Just blatantly stealing it, daring you to do anything about it. You know, a, a great a great man, you, actually once told me about 30 years ago that the good poets borrow, the great ones steal. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. The good ones borrow, the great ones steal, and claim it as their own. Is that? That is right. Say, what is it? Say it three times and it becomes your own. Is that how this works? Did I hear a Ruskin laugh, too? Or is that just you? Yeah, that? he's a, well, it was more of a hack wheeze, but yes. I'm here, yeah. You guys so, hang out together in the morning? What's that? You guys hang out? You like pals? Have breakfast together? No. No. I don't know if you were like hanging out, you know? So, no, I don't want to see him until it's absolutely not. No, okay. no, 158. That's when we see each other. Yeah. So okay. now I guess the question begs, what happens to Friday's Give Me the Hogs Chuck segment on uh, on Ruskin and Zach? I guess, Chuck, are you going to allow that? Are you guys just going to run through the stop sign? What happens well, now? it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I'm uh, well, really happy for him object. to do it. Happy for him to do it. Happy for him I to do it. I think the issue happens. I think the, the, when we will really start to have a problem is if Patricia shows up oh. and is giving you her own personalized Give Me the Hogs Chuck Chuck that's when I think uh, that's when Hey, we might start. just put her on the podcast. Are we'll you, make a on, star out of her. Are you aware I of Patricia? I over. Have you heard Patricia's call, though, Chuck? the one that it. sounds like she's having a Sounds own. more like a 900 number. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might want to review the tape before you uh, commit here, Chuck. Hmm. She's a big okay. fan. She's a big yeah. fan. All right. Well. There's a, I think, you know, and, and maybe there's a spot for Patricia on the podcast. Who knows? Well, I, I think, and you know, as fair payment, we're going to have to get a clean cut. Maybe Thursday of you saying, "Give me the hogs, me." That's what we want in exchange. <laughs> well, whatever you, you guys mean, whatever you get, yeah, right, I mean, you know, whatever. That's fair. That's fair. I'll well, give you that and a broken bat. And we'll call it even. There you go. That's right. <laughs> All right, we'll go back to sleep and get ready for 2 o'clock, boys. Yeah, you guys, you guys have right. a nice morning. Uh, we're trying to do a real radio show over here. I was so. say, what's with all these slappies? Yeah. So, give me the hogs, Chuck. That, so, of all the names you could choose, you chose that one. I chose that one because I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. That day Gino Bell said it up. That sounds pretty good. I'm here. One of these days, one of these days, I'm going to do a podcast, and I'm going to call it the Give Me the Hogs, Chuck podcast. Well... Titus in uh, Witcherville said he didn't know Ruskin and Zach actually lived together. So that we, you know, yeah, we, well, you know, learned something new this morning. But uh, all right, so that begins this Friday, and later in the day on Ruskin and Zach, they will have the "Give Me the Hogs, Chuck" segment. Have you ever heard one of those segments, Chuck? I have. I have. It's pretty good radio. So. No, actually, it is. I enjoy it. That's why. I, that's why I stole their idea. Well, Chuck, here's one. I'm the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. Give me the hogs. <laughs> we uh ruskin was under the weather friday and uh sure hope he's back to ready to go back in business today but uh i had to fill in so it was seven hours of me on the radio friday which is way wow. too much for me Whew. but we did a game day week a mock game since the hogs were having a mock game that that night we did a mock game from twin peaks give me the hogs chuck segment so uh kind of getting the audience at reacclimated to uh calling in their very best give me the hogs chucks i think what we should do is have a contest whoever gives the best one on friday show or throughout the week 
can be featured in the podcast that said week. That way you can get a lot of... I think they My first in. question, why are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think people are going to enjoy this. Chat. Oh, I think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. You know, you can say anything you want on a podcast. I'm not going to do that because, you know, I got other interests, but um, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, and uh, I think people are going to enjoy it. At least I hope they will. If they won't or if they don't, I'm sure they'll tell us. All right, so Chuck kind of opened with, hey, how do you listen to this? Jimbo and Hackett asking a good question. Will the podcast be on Spotify? So here's the 27-year-old tech yeah, guy. Yeah, this is, this is Ty's department here. Quick spiel. Our, Chuck's podcast, Give Me the Hogs, Chuck, which will premiere this Friday. We're going to be releasing it Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6 a.m. It will be on our Hit That Line podcast network, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, hitthatline.com. It's on all that jazz. And we'll also be playing bits of it probably throughout Friday's show and some other shows as well. So you'll get you'll get a lot of it, and it'll be worth every single soundbite. It's going to be nice and concise, and it will, in no short period, be the number one Arkansas sports podcast, I would say, within the year. At least I hope. We'll see if Well, Chuck- Ty's the one putting it all together. So, um, yeah. Do I get a raise for that? He speaks with confidence. I like that. How's that work, Tommy? Do I get a, I get a stipend? Do I get a You get to keep your job. Package? Yeah, you get to keep your job. Works? You okay. get the same thing Ruskin and Zach get. No. <laughs> Nothing. It's <laughs> part of it. No, no, but it's I'm a, a resume builder for you, Ty. A, it's a resume right. builder. It's good, it's good experience yeah. for you, Ty. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun. I'm, I, I'm excited about that. I'm, I think we're going to have a good football season. Good football season. It wouldn't hurt things, you know. No, I don't. I don't think it's going to at all. So, uh, and it, I think we got Chuck kind of clued in on that. when we dropped the podcast. We didn't like physically. We're not looking in the floor for something, Chuck. That oh, means it's six. I, 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 you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting familiar with the lingo. Oh. Yeah. You know, you got to have the verbiage right. Yeah. You got to sound like you know what you're talking about. And I've heard people say it'll drop it so-and-so time, so I'm trying to bring that into my vernacular so I can sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think, uh... I young know. and hip, that's how uh, people do refer to you well, often, you know. That's right. That's <laughs> the, right. The youngest, the youngest 59-year-old I know, Chuck That's Barrett. exactly right. <laughs> oh. Chuck right, Give me the Hogs pod. Easy. Give me the, the Hogs Chuck podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Brought to you by Weikert yeah. Realtors, the yeah. Griffin Company. I was getting ahead Drops of Friday. Drops Six Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the question I have. During our show. Well, yeah. yeah. Whose decision was that? Uh, Here, Chuck, here's the question I have. Now, What's that? We could put a nice studious unisuit picture like we have on our video live stream. Can I Can I get a, a keg stand picture of Chuck? <laughs> because this is going to be a little less little less just, tailored. Just Google it. You'll a find less, one. I mean, surely there's a picture out there that you Somebody's don't want people seeing. Yeah. Oh, you just gave me a great... You should not have said that. Yeah. You should not yeah, have said that. All I have to do is type in keg stand and then just put your smiling face on it and there we have well, it. At least the use Adonis' picture. body, right? That's all we can ask for, right, Chuck? Ty was going to be involved in this podcast. Yes. But, uh, in a short seems order. like right now we're kind of in the process of making a command decision that maybe right. not. He was going to get into the closing credits at the end of yeah. it, right? Yeah. Produced, produced, yeah. directed right. by Ty Richardson. In the room. In the room. Oh, man. Just work your way right out of it. So, But, yeah, if you're going to do a, a Photoshop, at, at least use Adonis's body to uh, When you say Adonis, on. I don't know what that is. Am I still hungover? Like, you are like... Um, when Sam Pittman, Pittman talked Fabio. about Fabio last week yeah. to KJ. You, you you were out on that, but uh, you know who Fabio is? 
I do know who Fabio well, KJ is. KJ didn't. So KJ's all he's got a few years younger than me. We got to remember it's this has been a long. Well, then use Fabio. Week. You know Fabio. Okay. All we're saying is we. Uh, you know, if you're going to Photoshop our face, you know, and Chuck in this case of what you're talking about onto something, at least at least use someone that's uh, ripped a little bit. You know, has a six pack, not underneath their arm, but you know, in their midsection. Okay, I think I can do that. I'll... Sure, that'd be believable, right? Sounds like you're on top of things. Yeah. I think I can. I think I can handle that. So we'll see. So looking forward to uh, to all that this this yeah Friday. that'll be good looking yeah. forward to it hey looking big, forward to this ball game on Saturday too yeah it's uh, uh, you know Labor Day weekend kicking off big weekend you know college football back Thursday you got games Thursday games. Friday games Saturday game I love this weekend because the NFL's out of the way. Uh, you got a little bit of, I guess, U.S. Open tennis. Does it start this weekend? I don't pay enough attention to tennis. I think but it, uh, I don't know. I, I don't it, know. It may, but, but I'm not college gonna... football has the stage to itself is yeah. the point. Golf, LSU plays Sunday night. Yeah, I mean. LSU and Florida State are on Sunday night. and Clemson plays somebody Monday, yeah. I think. So from Thursday to Monday, you can just, yeah. you, you can just oh, ignore the entire family. Oh, there's some good games on Thursday night. Yeah. It, Tennessee plays. Is of the. Oak State plays. Yeah. Excuse me. Of the, of the open SEC openers. Where does Arkansas rank in terms What's of the best them? one? You think it's so? The best one, yeah, I think it's the best one. It's the most competitive matchup. I think Georgia's going to just destroy Oregon. I don't think Bo Nix. I'm assuming he's going to be their starting quarterback. He transferred there in the offseason. I think he is just going to get. I know Georgia lost a lot. Florida, Utah. I think that uh, what's that? Cameron Rising kid's going to be able to light up that Florida defense. It's not going to be ready for that. And the other, what's the other good game? On Notre this Dame, Ohio State. Notre Dame, now, who, Ohio State. Now, who are we rooting to? I mean, I'm not rooting for anyone to win in that game. So, how well, do you I'm handle that game? I'm rooting for a zero-zero tie. I'm rooting for the refs. Say, Nobody can score. Let's go home. Yeah. I, I don't look. think that'll happen. That'll be, you know, it's funny. I, I mean, you think about, like, I guess that's an ABC game. Mm-hmm. On Saturday night, a couple of years from now, you know, you're not going to be seeing a Big Ten game on ABC. It's going to be one of our games on ABC Saturday night, opposite their game. And um, big changes are coming. And for fans, I mean, you know, it just means you change the channel. But um, there are a lot of big games this weekend, a lot of marquee games. But I think our game is, you know, you've got a college football playoff team against an upstart, both ranked. Um, I think it's going to be a great game, and I think it'll be as good as any of those other games. Maybe better. Might be the. I think what you said earlier fits the description. Might be the closest. I think that. I think Arkansas has a chance to pull away in that fourth quarter, but I think our, our Cincinnati is going to give Arkansas a dogfight through three. Hey, I'd and take I, a one-point win right now and run to the bus. Wouldn't mm-hmm. think twice about it. I will say I was watching. Desmond Ritter sling it for the Falcons this week, and I'm so glad he's not their quarterback. I'm so glad you don't have to worry. I don't think Fickle's announced who their their starter is yet. I think they're going to start Ben Bryant's kind of what it looks like, the okay. transfer out of Eastern Michigan. Looks like he may be the, the starter. The other guy's more of a combo guy. I suspect both will play. You're right. I don't think he's made it official, but it kind of looks like the transfer is going to be the starter, but I, I would imagine both of them will be out there. Yeah. Brought to you by APAC Arcola and Standard Materials Group in Northwest Arkansas. They have immediate openings for ready mix drivers, diesel mechanics, folks in their quarry. If you've got experience with concrete or paving experience, uh, they want to talk to you. They need you to uh, to join their team. Look at all open positions, not just in Arkansas, but other states as well, at jobs.crh.com. Again, that's jobs. 
www.crh.com. Top pay, great benefits, profit sharing, sign-on bonus, and lots more with a great company with APAC Arcola and Standard Materials Group. If you have your CDL license, you can go to work today at APAC Arcola. Again, that's jobs.crh.com. APAC Arcola and Standard Materials Group are equal opportunity employers. I'll tell you a guy that's excited about Saturday and is definitely going to be listening to the first edition of the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast. That is Wood who is in Benville. Woods, welcome into a Monday edition of the Morning Rush. Hey, guys. Uh, happy Monday. Um, I only have three things. Uh, one is, Ty, if you and Clay had a show for two hours, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Clay would jump in head first into the river and float up to the pearly gates. There's not <laughs> enough money on God's green no, earth. Clay would, Clay would come kill Kai, uh, Ty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there, there's not any Clay jumping in a river. Clay would come and kill yeah. and kill Ty. I would choke him to death. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, and I forgot now what the other thing I was going to say. But, well, what I was, you, you guys were talking about Albert Pujols, so I... Uh, He's six days older than me, and I can barely get off the couch. And the guy's hitting bombs. And I played against him in junior college, and he was a shortstop. And that's where, Chuck, you said, you know, that's where you put your best players and everything. And, I mean, this guy was an athlete. He was a shortstop, yeah. You know, like, you you look at him now, and you think, ah, he's a first-base DH. But, you know, he he was an athlete. When he was 18, 19 years old, like, it was sickening. And when you heard the ball come off the bat, it just sounded different than everybody else. Yeah. So you knew you were you were playing against a man rather than boys. So uh, I've seen that time and time again against other guys that I've played against. But um, my hot take is that I don't think he makes 700 by the end of the year just because Age-wise, I think he, he, he'll start to tire away as we get towards the end of the season. And so I think you might see him at the beginning of next year just try to reach 700. So it's a good take, Woods. And uh, I don't think that surprised very many. I think if he comes back to hits to get to 700, Chuck, he may stick around long enough to maybe you know, get to the babes number at 714. Well, if he's just coming back to get to 700, I hope he doesn't do it. As much as I love Pujols, and I do, um, I, I, I was brokenhearted when he left and um, still hold it against him, to be honest with you. But um, at any rate, um, I, I kind of agree with what Woods is saying there. I think it's going to be hard for him to get to 700. But here's the deal. If he comes up in a big situation against a left-hander, he's had a flair for the dramatic ever since the first time he picked up a bat. And I wouldn't bet against him. I, you know, if the Cardinals weren't any good, I'd say he's he has no chance to get there. But they are good, and he's always been one that's provided a moment, and he can still do that. Bud Light Next is available nationwide today, anywhere you can buy your other Bud Light products. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center.
Give your home a beautiful makeover with flooring options from Menards. Update your room with flooring from Tarquette. From easy to install sheet vinyl, waterproof vinyl plank to durable laminate flooring. Tarquette has the perfect style for you. Grovewood laminate flooring is stained, scratch and dent resistant and designed with busy families in mind. Save big money on our wide variety of flooring options in store or on Menards.com for more great deals now at Menards. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.